What's up and welcome to another kind of funny screencast. This time we are doing a spoiler-free review of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes and I'm joined by It's Christmas in February. Happy Valentine's Day, Joey Noel. Woo, Valentine's Day. That's all I got. <laughs> and running the, the show today, we have the big dog, Kevin Coelho. Oh, oh, oh. So last night, we were lucky enough to see a screener of Ant-Man 3. Um, and of course, we do a show called In Review, where we rank, review, and recap a bunch of different movie franchises. It all started with the MCU, and it's going to continue with the MCU. This Friday, we'll be recording our episode and posting that, of course, getting it into all, all the things you'd expect us to out in review and ranking it against the rest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, a multiverse even. Some might say. Um, say that. But this one is just spoiler-free. It's just going to be our top-level thoughts. Of course, we're not trying to ruin this experience for anybody. We never are trying to do that. So we're going to try to be aware of all that. Having said that, if you don't want to know any single thing about this movie, you shouldn't have clicked on any video about it. You know what yeah, I mean? This is Stay the wrong away. place for you to be. Stay away. You can come but back later. we appreciate later. the view. Yeah. But if you just want to hear some conversation of people definitely trying their best to not spoil anything... You're in the right place, and that place is right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny. You can also get it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for Kind of Funny Screencast, and we'll be right there for you. Some cool stuff's been going on in Screencast land, Joey. Oh, really? The last couple of days. Fast 10 trailer breakdown. Ugh. That's out. You can go check that out. Uh, a Super Bowl trailer Menagerie, Menagerie. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> uh, where Nick and I are reacted to pretty much all the major Super Bowl trailers. Uh, that's up. You can check that out now. Um, in in review land, our Magic Mike's last dance review oh, is up. I'm so happy for you all to be able to watch this movie. Exactly, exactly, and um, yeah, just great last times overall. Us? There's oh a lot my of stuff god, happening. Last of Us. Yeah, weekly breakdowns there, <laughs> and um, like I said, we're getting Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh, Quantum Mania in review later this week, and then next week kicks off the road to Creed three. I'm so excited! I've never seen any of the Creed movies. I'm excited to jump in now. This seems like the perfect time. It is definitely the perfect time. If y'all haven't seen Creed one and two, change your lives, everyone. Prepare yourselves for Creed three, March third. But enough about all that. Today we're brought to you by Shady Rays and Honey. Uh, if you don't want to hear their ads, you got to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny, just like our Patreon producers, Trent Barry, James Hastings, Colin Huguenel, Casey Andrew, Nathan Lamoth, and Trent Barry have done. So let's get into it. Again, spoiler-free thoughts on Ant-Man 3. Joey Noel, what did you think? I liked it. <laughs> I Trepidatious didn't, like. Yeah, I didn't love it. Um, I really liked it. I Paul Rudd as Scott Lang is just so enjoyable and so likable that I think that elevates and uh carries a lot of the movie. Um, the plot super like a worker ant ex exactly can carry like seven hundred times its weight. Um, the movie like plot is actually like pretty straightforward. Like it's not like anything super crazy. Um, and I. I, I I think it's fine. I think IMAX movies for me are a little bit hard. We saw it in IMAX last night. Um, because there's so much happening <laughs> at all times that it's like a little bit hard to focus. This is like a very uh, obviously CGI heavy movie. And I think that that kind of takes away from it a little bit and is a little bit distracting. Um, it's There's just so much that's going on. Uh, I think Catherine Newton is really fun. I really like her. I do feel really bad <laughs> for the other daughter, the other Cassie. That, like, had to find out that she wasn't going to be able to play this role. But I really like her and everything I've seen her in so far. She's in Freaky. 
uh, she was in, Pikachu. yeah, all that stuff. I think that she's a really fun addition to uh, this crew of people. Michael Douglas, I like. Michelle Pfeiffer, I think, is like kind of fine. <laughs> oh wow, okay. Um, and like, I'm a diehard Michelle Pfeiffer fan just from Greece too. Um, <laughs> I know, classic. Uh, I think they're fun. Obviously, we have we have to talk about Jonathan Majors. Oh yes, we do. Incredible. Like I, I, he could read me the grocery list. He could read me anything. He's so fun to watch in this. I'm gonna say that I think this is the most fun villain we've had easily since like Killmonger. I would say. Uh, if you want to watch them fight, Joey, do I have the movie for you? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> it's coming up soon. Um, so yeah, I think there are a lot of good performances. I think. It seems like a to me it felt kind of inconsequential. Like a lot of things happened, but I don't know that like all of them needed to happen. <laughs> I don't I don't know. That's kind of where I'm at. I think for me it ranks very like solidly in like the middle of my Marvel ranking of like it was fine. Yeah. How are you feeling? You know, I I'm really disappointed to say Ooh. that uh this one's not my favorite. Yeah. And going in, I um, when they were first talking about this movie, I had very high hopes, obviously, it being, being the beginning of Phase 5 now, uh, the reintroduction of of Kang, the introduction of Kang the Conqueror. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot going into this. And I've actually really liked the previous Ant-Man movies, um, and especially doing the rewatches. I feel like I appreciate those movies more and more every time I rewatch them. I love how funny they are. I do love the cast of characters, but especially the supporting cast of characters that the, the Ant-Man movies have had. Um, and I like how weird that they can get. I like the, um, unique action choreography that is allowed, um, based on the, the getting small, getting big, all of that <laughs> stuff. And they, they've done such creative things over the last, I don't know what, five to seven movies that Ant-Man's been in, yeah. uh, including the, um, Civil War and, and, um, the Avengers movies. Did you hear that? Yeah. I don't know. Jib made some sounds. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> All right, cool. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Definitely sound like the Jib was, was like, gonna, is there an gonna, earthquake? gonna die. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Um, getting back on track here. I uh, walked out of this movie, and it's the first MCU movie since Eternals, which I guess wasn't that long ago. But before yeah. that, I think it was uh, Thor: Dark World Ooh, yeah. um, that I walked out of. I'm like, I don't want to watch that again. Mm, oh, a definitive. Yeah. I don't want to watch that. Yeah, again. and I can't believe I'm saying that about an Ant-Man movie and especially the beginning of Phase 5 with Kang and like yeah. Jonathan Majors, all that stuff. Uh, and, and I'm bummed about that. I, yeah. I, I, and I now, 12 hours later, I still have that same feeling where oh, sometimes that's, that's changed. Like there's been, I remember even watching Thor Love and Thunder and watched it the first time. I was like, I enjoyed that, but I need to watch it again to really know what I think about it. Like yeah. where I rank it and like how good it is or whatever. And the more I think about that movie, the less I like it overall. I still think it's very funny. With this one, I'm like, I yeah, I I have tickets for Thursday, and I'm going to return them. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, like, I feel like that's a rare Tim Gettys take. It is, and I'm I'm kind of bummed about it. Now, having said all that, it's not bad. No, it's really not bad. It's just for me, I think it's ill placed more than anything in terms of like starting off Phase Five, in, or in terms of starting Phase Five, I'm a little okay with that. The phases are are a little weird, anyways. Yeah. Like, what's the difference between four and five? Who really cares? They are clearly getting building something, which yeah. I appreciate. But I'm somebody that's seen what they've been building for a while and not really complained too much about that because I I understand what Phase Four needed to be, and I enjoyed most of those movies. Mm-hmm. Do I enjoy them as much as Phase Three? No, no, I just don't, and I think that that's okay. I, I 
I appreciate that the MCU is in a place that it can be weird as shit. And that this movie this is, is that. weird as shit. It's different. <laughs> and, and you know, like, it's such a trite thing to say now. Like, oh, man, it's the most different the MCU's ever been. I'm not going that far. No. I will say this is the most Star Wars the MCU's ever uh, been. Oh, 1,000%. And your mileage take that may how vary you want to take that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, it, I, I think it's, in my opinion, it's a good thing in some ways. It's a bad thing in others. Yeah. My biggest problem with the placement of this movie is there are events and things that happen in it that some majorly consequential and some a little a little bit more just this is for the plot of this movie that I feel had we had this movie come out later and we've got been introduced to some other characters and concepts earlier, everything would have hit a lot harder. Mm. It kind of, things just kind of happen in this movie and it all adds up. The plot, like you said, fairly simple. But there's a weird just moviness to it that I just didn't appreciate. Like characters are like like MacGuffins and just things save things and things happen and you're like, huh. Like I guess that works, but a lot of the fun that I appreciate about Ant-Man 1 and 2 is not in this movie. Yeah. Um, there are some things which Kevin and I have talked about like on our car ride home last night that I just I don't know that I like or care about the quantum realm that much because it does just kind of seem like a, well, there's all these things that we can make happen because of this that if you think about too hard, don't really make that much sense, but they kind of seem like they make it a little bit overly complicated. Like something to me, it's like, oh, you're in the quantum realm. I don't I Maybe it's too spoilery, but it's, it's rough. It's hard yeah. to talk about uh, some of the things that we don't like most about this movie. Yeah. But even just like a top level thing where it's like, oh, there's a lot of things going on in the quantum realm, but somehow everyone is just like, I think this is where it gets into Star Wars territory. Where it's like everyone can just like breathe whatever this like atmospheric thing is. And it's like that stuff like that kind of like pulls me away where it's like, it doesn't really seem like that would work. But that's where I feel like you can't really think too hard about things. Yeah, I, I will say that the the things that you really expect to be strength in this movie are Jonathan Majors is awesome yeah. as Kang. Can't wait to see more of him. Paul Rudd's Paul fucking Rudd. Like, legitimately, yeah. he's just so charismatic that no matter what he's doing, it's going to be entertaining. Um, but I think that once you get a little bit past them, easily, this is my least favorite supporting cast uh, in an anime yeah. movie. There are some, some major misses <laughs> in, in in my book on, on things that I would have liked to have seen. And, like, the Wasp might as well not be in the title of this movie. It's and wild. It's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> just not a huge factor in all of this. I agree with this. Other than Catherine, I do like Catherine Newton and Michael Douglas in terms of supporting cast, in terms of new faces that we're getting. I do, I liked a lot of them, but I think that they were, a lot of them were underutilized to what I would have expected based on other, especially based on like uh, Ragnarok, where we get this whole supporting cast of characters and they're awesome. I had that kind of same expectation for this with the way that they set it up. And I feel like it is, a very different use of them yeah. than that. Yeah. You know, it's it's hard to talk about these movies because we get four of them a year, and that's just on the MCU side. Mm -hmm. You also add the DC ones. You also add the Elseworld. You also add the this and the that and then the boys. And, like, we just get so much of this and so much of it really good mm -hmm. that for us to be impressed by uh, a Marvel movie, it needs to stand alone by itself. It needs to connect to the things before it. It needs to set a path for the future. It needs to have genuine surprises. It needs to have a bad guy that's sympathetic. It needs to be funny. It needs to, it's like 
so many expectations that we're all like, yeah, it has to be all those things. And yeah. I think that it's, we're just at such an impossible time to be able to actually hit all those things. But they kind of set this movie up with that promise that they were like, this is the one. Yeah. And it's, it's in my opinion, definitively not the one. I agree. Yeah. I think it, it doesn't help that they've hyped it the way that they've hyped it. So you, people are going in with higher expectations. I think then you would normally go into an Ant-Man movie. Um, but I do think that this was like a miss for the way that they've been talking about it. There are some really cool moments and stuff mm -hmm. like that, but um, I think too now having to balance in all of stuff from the shows, like I feel like we're just getting a lot of Marvel. And so it all kind of starts to feel the same when you get as much as we've been getting. Yeah. And uh, I, I have a lot more I want to <laughs> talk about. I want to hear Kevin's thoughts as well. Um, but before we do that, let's take a word from our sponsors. Shout out to Shady Rays for sponsoring this episode. Look how cool I look. You too can look this cool. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and so much more. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. They'll also provide 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order and have donated over 20 million meals to date. That's fantastic. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back exclusively for y'all listeners and watchers right now. Shady Rays has given out their best deal of the new year. You can go to ShadyRays.com and use code KINDAFUNNY for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. These are five star rated by over 200,000 people. Again, that's shadyrays.com use the code kinda funny shout out to honey for sponsoring this episode honey is the easy way to save when shopping on your iphone or computer and thanks to honey manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past and we all know there's nothing better than the feeling of saving money honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart when you check out the honey button appears and all you have to do is click apply coupons you wait a few seconds you see the fun little dancing guy honey searches for coupons and it finds you the best ones and then you just watch the prices drop we here at kind of funny have been using honey for years and it's helped us save thousands on tech costumes food you name it honestly i just love how easy it is to just set and forget and save that's the best part honey doesn't just work on desktops it works on your phone too you just activate it on safari on your phone you save on the go if you don't already have honey you could be straight up missing out you can get paypal honey for free at joinhoney.com slash kind of funny that's joinhoney.com slash kind of funny I keep forgetting this ad cuts like that. It freezes at the end and cuts like that. Um, maybe we should look at that. Yeah. One of my favorite uh, things ever just happened where Kevin was counting down for us to go back and he goes, 10, 5, uh, 3. <laughs> <laughs> I love that sequence of numbers. Kev, what did you think of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania? Um, I, I enjoyed it. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Uh, it, I think it had key fun moments uh, with characters that, like, they were revealed in the trailer. We don't want to get into who, like, those characters are, but it was cool what they did with that. Maybe they went too far, but the parts that weren't too far, I think, were really solid. Um, 
I also had some minor issues with like Michelle Pfeiffer and like her motivation in certain scenes where it's like this is not how normal people act uh, and like that kind of whenever there's a character that does that it really takes me away from the moment it pulls me out of the movie um, I I thought that um, certain character it like I I liked a lot of it I think that at the end of the day this is a mediocre Ant-Man movie and like Ant-Man movies have never been in that like top tier of the, the, the uh, Marvel movies. So it's kind of, I like, I wish we had gotten more out of it. And um, I also am not a fan of the quantum verse and the like, Hey, the rules are whatever. And their lack of explanations on certain things. So, you know, it, I, I feel like it all kind of evens out to a very okay movie. Kind of, Sad, like, Phase 5 is starting this way. I wish we got a little bit more. I wish it was, uh... It got me more excited for the, the this Phase 5 that we're embarking on. But, you know, what you, it's an Ant-Man movie at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, and I guess that's I, my, one of my bigger problems with things. It's like, it doesn't feel like an Ant-Man movie in a lot of ways. Like, I think yeah. that it, it feels more like a Star Wars movie and, and like, in vibe. And Star Wars and Ant-Man aren't necessarily the two things I'd like to, to mix together. And I feel like even in the personality of the movie, like, I love the score to the Ant-Man movies. I've talked about it so many times. I love how the score itself can get big and small to match the moments and be funny, be epic, be so many, like, be sneaky. Like, it's so great. And the theme is in this movie, the, the same score, same composer and everything, but it just feels generic sci-fi action stuff. And I think that the generic sci-fi action is what the quantum realm is in this movie. This movie doesn't feel like quantum mania. No. It feels like into the quantum realm. Like, yeah. Do you feel me on that? There, I feel like it is a very like baseline linear story. Or something that has quantum mania in it. Like, there's not as much, like, kookiness or, like, out of kind of left field stuff that you would expect from that. Yeah. Uh, I Like, sci-fi space stuff is, like, even, I don't know what, con it's not space, but whatever, um, is also, like, very much not my vibe. So I think that also adds to, like, why I didn't really... Yeah, and uh, even it. even more for me, the taking the Ant-Man-ness out of it, like, not just the comedy side, but I was talking about the action choreography, where because they're just in this giant CG world, the scale of being big and small doesn't have context to us. Yeah. So like yeah. the moments of Thomas the Tank Engine hitting them in the first movie or the the wasp fight scene in the kitchen with the knives and like, I mean, any fight scene in those movies, there's like a level of cool, unique things. You, the sense of scale is so out of whack. They do cool stuff. I'm not trying to say they don't. They definitely do. But it never feels quite like, like there, there was multiple moments where I was like, oh, he's big now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, I didn't get but, that. Yeah, it, it, that's so interesting because, like, you're totally right. Where, like, he's fighting something big and, like, suddenly it just feels like he's fighting something hit. Like, you, you, the, the scale of things doesn't make sense until, like, you see it from the perspective of one of the people that's with him that's still regular size. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I, I guess it's big. But it, it does lose that fun factor of, like, running on the blades or like all the cool stuff that they they did in the previous ones. Yeah. That's I, interesting. I hadn't thought about that, but like you're right. I also feel like he <laughs> Ant-Man was big for a lot more of this movie than any other movie. He's so big. <laughs> um which also makes it see it also makes it less fun if that's like a 
high level use case for it i don't know i'm okay with that because we see the progression where it's like i feel like we're seeing a more seasoned ant-man in this and like we've seen now that he's been able to go big and maintain it for longer (laughs) periods of time so i appreciate that especially in the context of uh being with the family and like seeing like different people's power levels but um i i do think that like we're sounding really negative on this and like it's I stand by everything I'm saying. So much of the stuff that we liked, we can't. Really and and that and that too, that too. But I I enjoyed the movie. Like I definitely did. I had a great time watching it. Like the entire time, it was it was it's well made. It's enjoyable. It's like fun. But it's just you know we watch these things with higher expectations than just being engaging. Yeah. That is kind of just the 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 standard we go into. But th- it does hit that. Like mm-hmm. beginning to end, there wasn't a, a single moment that I was like, oof, when's this going to be over? Yeah. It was like, oh, I'm in. I'm totally here for the ride. I just kind of wish the ride was a little bit different and I wish it came at a different time. Like I feel like e- if this movie, this exact movie had come out when Black Widow came out, I or maybe oh. that might even be a little too soon. But like right after Loki, like right oh, after yeah. Loki, I think it would have been very 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 yeah. like oh wow that's that's pretty damn cool and then we're building something this feels like all it's a little late uh yeah. for this movie to be coming out yeah i don't disagree um i will say this movie is also i feel like we haven't really talked about it. it's still very funny like oh yeah we laughed <laughs> i was my favorite part is going to these and hearing like the ripple of laughter of like Andy and Nick yep. were in front of us. <laughs> and then you and Kevin were like to the left of me. And so it was just like to hear the different points of this movie of like, oh, this, I 100% expect Nick to laugh at that and yep. stuff like that. Like there are some very funny parts in this movie. Um, laugh but, out loud funny. And yeah. I think something that's unique about this movie compared to any other Marvel one is that this one is funny because they're making jokes. But then it's also funny because you're laughing at it because things are just so bad and so bizarre. But they know it. They're, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. in on it in a weird way where it's not just like, oh, the CG looks bad. They know what they're doing. Yeah. And I think that they played with it in a very funny way. Yeah. It's definitely we're laughing at it with them because they're like, oh. Yeah. I agree. Um, but yeah. Funny movie. Some cool stuff. Jonathan Majors again is is really great. Like I, I don't know where I, I put him on the ragu bagu list because it's like. It's really great. It's just, I don't know that it's like an all-timer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think it's definitely better. Like, he's the best out of the Ant-Man villains. Who was the villain in the second one? I was having a conversation with someone about ghost. this. But that ghost wasn't the villain, right? Like, ghost was being used by her father? Yeah, remember, villain, like, antagonist. She was the antagonist. Yeah. But there wasn't anyone higher, like bigger than that like the government well, her father's also- big because he's goliath but um <laughs> um but he wasn't he wasn't bad they were just looking out for themselves they're trying a bunch of shit but, but, and there was, was sunny the birch trying to catch ant-man was that the plot of it no that was just the cops oh yeah you're right and like and they also had the fake ant like doing everything oh, right oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> that is so funny yeah i mean let me put it this way the bad guys in uh Ant-Man 2 are, like, in our F tier on our Ragu Bagu. Oh. So it's, it's bad. Um, I, Darren Cross in the first movie, Andy was the only one that truly hated him. Yeah. I don't think he's, like, that great, but, like, yeah. but on the rewatch, Andy admitted his sins. Oh. Yeah, really? Yeah. Yeah, oh, he's, he's come around. He's, I mean, he's not that bad, is what he yeah. said. Which <laughs> not I, that I agree bad. with. He's not. He's not. He's, it's like, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, he's definitely the best Ant-Man villain. Like, yeah. That's not even a question. I, do, I mean, I think that it's a, it's a higher tier. 
for sure. Yeah. I just don't know if it's like S tier. the highest. Yeah, yeah. And I think his yeah, you have to balance the performance and then the villain yeah. itself. Yeah, and also just like the plot that that villain has to work with. Yeah, and I think that's the thing that brings down this iteration of Kang in any way. And I'm not. I don't even think it's that far down. Um, we'll talk about that on in review though, right? <laughs> um. And I'm trying to think what else we can talk about that's not going to spoil anything. Um, yeah, Evangeline Lilly was in this movie, I guess. So Yeah, I didn't like her at all. Yeah, I will say I don't like her with short hair, which is like such a dumb nitpicky thing. It's not nitpicky. It's... <laughs> yeah, well, or like an inconsequential thing to like what this movie actually is. Yeah. I don't like her short hair and that's it. Um. But yeah, overall, like I, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm sad that Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania, this movie in particular, I left feeling this way about. Um, looking at the future, I guess we, wh- what do we have? We have Marvels. We have so next up's Guardians three. That's crazy. In May, and then July is the Marvels, and then in between that, we're getting somewhere Wait, season two s- secret invasions first, oh, okay. which I think is going to be May. And then Loki season two will probably it's gonna be summer. Um and then we got what if season two coming. N- this that's year? delayed. Oh, that's delayed. point twenty four. Nobody needs it. It's fine. It's I'm just... yeah, not my favorite. And there Secret I, Wars? Was oh, Secret Wars twenty twenty five. Yeah. Blade I think was supposed to be this year, but then it got pushed back. Am I missing one? Is there a November one this year? I don't know. I don't think so. I think it got pushed back. Tell us in the comments if um, you missed one. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see where all this goes. Um, but yeah, let us know in the comments how this affects your excitement for Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Your thoughts on the MCU at large. Or small. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I love you all. Goodbye. Bye.